Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason of Seattle Wine Exchange and oh. Michael Kotzman. Hello. <clears throat> Apparently, I'm starting to lose my voice. That's love. allergies. Allergies. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, you know, that, that what do they call that, the 11-year-old voice creak. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we are going to be chatting today on RSVPing and why our culture has such an issue with it. What's wrong yes. with it? Uh, today's show is brought to you by Cascade Ice and Gunnar Nordstrom's Art Gallery. By art, it makes you feel better. So where is Gunnar Nordstrom? Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery is located over um, across the corridor from the Hyatt, Kitty Quarter from uh, Crate and Barrel, across the, the walkway from Joey's here in Bellevue. Yes, very nice place if you haven't been here yet. He is the epicenter of social in Bellevue does an open and a closing of his art every month uh, with different artists coming in, quite a a, a wide array of artwork, I I would say, as far as pictures and statues and Mm -hmm. a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And he has amazing artists that come through here and and every second Wednesday of every month, right? Yep, it's the open, exactly. And And then the finissage is the final Friday. And the cool thing is that he always has the artists here that night, so you can talk to the artists. Get you know uh, hey, some one-on-one time with them. It's a lot of fun. Hey Gunner, so who makes this new artist you have now? Gunner, do you want to come and tell us about the yeah, new artist? Gunner, We've got this in, fabulous brother. art, and it's we figure new. we'll we'll chat about it for a minute. They're statue pieces. Actually, we've got two exhibits going on this month. Um, um, kind of co-artist Bob Ictor, who comes out of Atlanta, Georgia been with us for eight years. He's a pastel artist who does these um, um, quite amazing, beautifully high contrast uh, landscapes, and they almost have a real impressionist, blurry kind of a feel to them because the pastels are done on a very soft, um, suede background. They have a surreal feel. They're they're, they're really quite beautiful. And then this month, um, NSICA, which is a National Council of Education for the uh, Ceramic Arts, is hosting um, their counts their their uh, conference here in Seattle this month. Oh wow! When is that? Um, it starts a- around the 25th, and we're going to do an opening here on the 29th for Randy Silver, uh, Randy Silver, who we're featuring as our contribution to the NSICA group. They're unbelievable, beautiful ceramic sculptures of. Um, very he, he, eclectic he, he, feel. Well, he very calls fun. it cr- he calls it crude. Crude, really? Crude. Yeah. Right. And they're, I guess uh, you could see that. They're um, fossil fueled ceramics. They're they're images of tanks. Um, they're images of what it looks like. Gas, houses. It, it looks like gas works part. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, very much so. Uh, it's funny because the art has this very fun. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It just it's very engaging. Yes. Well, they're, they're fascinating because people come up to them and they have no idea that they're looking at a piece of clay. No, it, they, they it look looks, like they're made yeah, out of rusted they do. metal. They, I mean, literally, Gasworks Park. Like something out of like Dr. Seuss kind of those yeah, type of things. I would know, totally agree with that. Speaking, you, speaking of Dr. Seuss, I'm going to throw Seuss? a plug <gasps> in here. We're going to do a, uh, a traveling Seuss show. There's no dealer in Seattle that's oh, handling right. Dr. Seuss at oh, all. Oh, my goodness. And I saw so this down in April 11th. We're going to open a show with um, 40 Dr. Seuss pieces, some sculpture. Oh, as my well goodness. As, I'm so excited about that. It's I love be, that. And it's here for only three weeks, so it's a quick okay. um, in and out. It's an Excellent. opportunity for anybody in Seattle to come and buy Dr. Seuss work, which is collected by 
Millions. Everybody. everybody. If you haven't seen it, get on the web and look for it. It's really fantastic. Well, and Socially Savvy will make sure that we have the link and information up on our website so that you'll be able yes. to find it. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Gunnar. Well, Mr. Jason, what are we starting with tonight? We're starting with... Uh, we're going live with a pop? Yes. We're doing the Apex Brute Reserve from Columbia Valley. So I'm getting ready to open this up here. If uh, uh, Michael, why don't you tell us about this while I open this up? Okay. Uh, what, what's the wine? I don't even know. <laughs> it's the Apex Brute. Well, um, We've celebrated with this yes. before. Uh, yes, I don't have a stat card on it, actually. Here, here's, a tw- here's a trivia for you. How many twists of the wine uh, wire does it take to open it up? Oh, I don't know. I just twist until I've got control. I <laughs> 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 it's my favorite number. What is it? Six. It's your favorite number? Yep. You have six, six kids? I know. Thank God. No. Okay. No, six turns, and then you can open it up. Oh, I love it. Well, Apex Winery is one tasting room. They have a tasting room in Woodinville. They have been one of our sponsors since day one, and they range from everything, red wines, white wines. They have three sparklings that they do. They do a uh, this brute. They have, I'm trying to remember the other two. Uh, it was an unusual one. It was that they have a sparkling red. Yes. As well as a Riesling. That's what it was. It was like a sparkling Riesling. Mm-hmm. Very fun Apex and very is, affordable. Apex has got some really good wines that um, that they can be down in there. Oh yes. Uh, Apex wines got some really good wines that you know don't let the, the the Apex name fool you. You know it's like oh it's not fancy like Chateau Saint Michel or Petit Creek. No, it's actually pretty decent wine. Well, and one of the things that I just got a heads up on is um, the Apex Wine Tasting Room in Woodinville is now going to be housing more of the Precept label. Oh, so they're going to have a nice. larger quantity of different types of wine coming through there. Um, Apex Room has been set up in a way that you can host uh, an event there. They have a back room that you could do a dinner if you wanted for entertainment. We've done uh, uh, Corks and Canvas events I've attended there. Yeah. They have musical artists who come in. So it's it's a lot of fun, and it's a large open space. It has a lot of windows, so it has, when the yeah. sun comes out, it's it's very, um, what's the word? I'm asking what the word is a lot today. This weather has got me dismal. Dismal's not the word it is. No. When the, it's it's gorgeous when the sun comes through. It's yeah, beautiful. It's good in Seattle when the, wet sign, the sun comes out, even though it's cold. I mean, it's better than the jury rainy. I got stuff to do, but I can't because it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> so LB, uh, since you since you had this before, uh, I, and I can't remember. Uh, so is this a champagne champagne way uh, method, or is it like a traditional? Or this is a very it? traditional, if if I remember correctly. Um, and I wanted to feature this again because when you're talking about uh, picking up a bottle of sparkling wine for any kind of a celebration, right. or if you're like me, I just happen to love mimosas, and uh, and whoop. it's like bath type time. Okay, let's have a glass of sparkling wine. Oh, it's yeah. TV time. Let's have a glass of sparkling wine. If you like to celebrate anything, this is one of those that is very affordable to do that. At $15 a bottle, you almost can't say no. Okay. Get some apple on there. So, okay, yeah, lots of citrus, very nice. It's their brute, so right. it pretty much so, goes with everything. I don't know. What's not, not too to dry. It's one nice thing. It's not too terribly dry. And it's probably. Uh, you, Jason, do you think this is traditional? Um, no, I would think it's more. More tank. Yeah. Yeah. 
it might say. Um, I can't remember. I just know it's no, not. Well, it's more, you know, the champagne <laughs> tends to be more musty if it's. You know, well, kind of a brioche, yeah. uh, and 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 when it's when it's traditional style, they actually have individual. They actually the fermentation, the bubbles actually form in each individual bottle. Yeah, they're upside down. They're riddled every. You know, uh, they're, they're called a riddling process where they freeze the neck of the champagne, pop the pop the the stuff, <laughs> the stuff that settles the settlement, and uh, and then you are they, so over my head right now. Yeah. Well, all I know is I, I pop a bottle and, they fill, and actually I drink put a little it bit of sugar and yeast in it. And it, what it does is the sugar eats the yeast eats the sugar. Okay, I didn't know that. Champagne. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, something, something very tasty. Well, yeah. I guess when I say the traditional way is it tastes like champagne or sparkling wine for me. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. I'm very simple in my thought process. And it's not super cold right now. So if you're trying to get your hands on some Apex, they are open seven days a week typically, yes. especially during the spring and summer. I think during the winter they do shut down for um, Mondays, but if you call in, they usually are really good about making accommodations. They do carry wines, uh, not wines, but cheeses and meats and uh, yes. crackers, those kinds of things, so you can go in and have an entire experience. On the weekend, they pr- um, start the mornings off with mimosas. So Yummy. definitely some place to go in and check out. Uh, mention Socially Savvy, and they've got a special going for you every every week. Uh, okay, Socially Savvy News. We are proud to announce that we've joined voices with Blue Shoes Media and Renessa Rios of Three Step Dating. We're yes. going to be hosting an event once a month in conjunction to the show. So let us know if there's anything particular that you would like to, as listeners, that you would like to hear or see or be a part of an event, uh, if you're listening and you have any comments, please call us at 323-843-6090. We're encouraging listeners to come in and last, last call in. Last was really nice. They're at the suite. It was really good. Yes. They had a wonderful time. The food was excellent. Well, and the suite is actually located across the corridor from mm-hmm. us here. They are one of our um, typical sponsors as well as uh, Gunner. We have some uh, gift cards that we're going to be giving away for th- from the suite tonight to our listeners who've shown up. If you've never been to a Socially Savvy broadcast, it's something you might want to consider because we have pretty killer swag. We have some great sponsors, and they give us a lot of fun things to introduce you to. Yes. One of the things that we are going to be chatting about today, all of our food and beverage come from our sponsors. So the next thing we're going to be chatting about is Pop Chips, who are very big here in the Northwest. They just launched three new flavors. They did. What are what are those flavors? I can't. They're... Chili lime. Wow. Yes, that that's actually me. good. We had that in the swine bag last time. Yes. It's really tasty. You can't see the other one. Thai um, sweet chili. And then jalapeno. And jalapeno. And we're actually eating jalapeno right now. It's down there on the on the table there for our listeners to indulge in. But it's not that hot. It's not. Like, it's not. You know, and it doesn't have like I've had like other chips that have like their flavored chips. And when you eat it, it's all over your fingers, and you're eating just that flavor. This was actually, I would say, the right amount. Yeah, no, they're they're delicious. I love pop chips. It's don't think fried, don't think baked, think popped. Think popped, which That's is interesting. Popped. They, make, you know, uh, they also make a pop uh, dish. And I was over at uh, H Mart. They were doing like a pop thing where it's, so you watch it and it goes. Psh. I have to do more research. I wonder if it's the same technique. Ooh, that one sounds fun. So. I'm grabbing a bag here. I'm going to be chomping in a minute. All right. So let's get into our topic, RSVPing. This has become a huge topic of debate. It is irritating, exasperating, frustrating, antagonizing. 
it brings out the passive aggressive in almost everybody that I know. When you're on the receiving end of an RSVP, you're on the edge because you're trying to plan an event. When you're the one answering RSVPs, you feel like you're under the gun and you don't want to make those commitments. So one of the things we were going to talk about today on the show was uh, the the three different RSVPs and then what's wrong? Why why are we having such an issue with this in our culture? Um we talked about this on past shows where people, especially on Facebook, would go, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm there for you. And then they never show up. And we ordered, like, all kinds of food and wine. That's just totally so unacceptable. And, and this, is the, this is the thing about an RSVP. Okay. Uh, I was talking with one of our listeners, and, and we were talking about being social. And they asked the question, so are you trying to – are you looking at making social more formal again, you know, where you have the RSVPs? Uh, and, and to some degree, yes, people look at an RSVP as a formal thing, but uh, or as you would say, a formality. But an RSVP, when we got to finish talking, it really came down to it is a courtesy, it is a recognition, yeah. it is a respect for the person who's putting it out there. If you're going to say no, that's okay. If you're going to say okay. yes, that's okay. If you're going to say maybe, that's okay. We're going to cover each one of those, what it means to respond that way and what it doesn't. Because in today's age, we have a, uh, this con- construed misconception of what should and shouldn't be done, our definitions. That's why we start so many of the shows off with a definition, reaffirming what words actually mean, what the presence of things actually is, not what our society has kind of twisted and turned right. it. It's no wonder. You know, you have people come in from foreign countries, and, the, and you go, hey, that's cool. And they go, I'm not cool. I'm warm. You know, our, our twist on words is really frustrating for many, many other people in the world. And now it's starting to break down where we've getting so lackadaisical that it's starting to get frustrating for our own culture. Yes, but you were playing with something and nobody could hear you. Oh. He's, he's testing his twist theory. Twist theory yeah. How many twists to open a bottle of champagne? Right. No, Six. Um, did I forget what I was going to talk about? Oh, no, Facebook. <laughs> no, not Facebook, but it's just in general, RSVP in general. It's like it's always good to kind of like if I invite people over for dinner, I need to know if you're going to show up, especially if it's more than four. Yes. You know, if you've got, you know, and I know things come up, that's not what we're talking about. But it's just to say, yeah, I'll be there and not show up. It's really, you know, especially for me, I do a lot of food and wine stuff. You know, I, I don't naturally have, you know, fillets or pork just sitting, just the sitting house, around the house. You know. So I think the first thing we're going to cover is why. Why do people put the RSVP out there? The RSVP allows the person who is throwing the event to have some kind of an idea of what is going to happen. What do they need to prepare for for the night? How many people do they need to make room for? What kind of a seating arrangements do they need? Um, if they know the people who are coming, if there are any social conflicts, they can take care of those and rectify those ahead of time. They can prepare for proper amounts of food, yes. proper amounts of beverages, um, if you have swag bags, if you have sponsors, you want to be able to tell them this is how many people we're having. RSVPing is about respect for the person who's throwing in the event. Yes. Now, I want to clarify. The, the What we're talking about is everybody asks for an RSVP. If you're, you see events, you get them all the time if you're social for Pink Lounge or for uh, the the sweet lounge, they're already set up and planning for their max capacity. In other words, they have a kitchen in which they can change um, the amount of food that's coming out, the amount of beverage, because they have a capacity of, say, four or 500 people. 
They have the right. staff to set up for that. We're talking about those social events where maybe somebody has reserved a, a portion of a room. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's at their house. It is a more of a personal one-on-one thing. Those are the types of social settings that we're talking about today when we're talking about RSVP. So I just wanted to clarify that because I know I've gotten it before. People are going, somebody called me on my RSVP faux pas, which I have to tell you, when you're socially savvy, that doesn't mean you're perfect. It means that you're willing to always try to be the best that you can be. Uh, I make mistakes all the time. I've missed a, a couple of events for some really good friends of mine, and I was absolutely mortified. I felt awful that I had yeah. not followed through with an RSVP. Uh, but when you're getting 80 invitations, and some of them are from all these different things, you have to learn how to filter those. And that's part of RSVPing is learning how to manage. If you're really going to be social and you're going to be social at a higher level, you need to make those accommodations and start making sure that you can touch bases with all those different and things. If you're the host, if somebody has an RSVP, assume that's no. Yes. Yes, that is a big one. Well, here's, and if I can interject, actually. Most definitely. Sure. Thank you. Uh, so there's, there's, there seems to be a growing trend with people like, you know, put maybe on a list. Maybe's fine. It is fine. But if everyone does maybe until like the day before, the night before the show, or We're going to touch base day, on that. Then. You're putting undue pressure on people. So it's horrible. Let's go ahead and start off with RSVPing, yes, and not showing up. This drives us all nuts. Um, there are was a trend that started with social media when events started hitting the pages of RSVPing yes to show support for an event, to to give the illusion that more people were going. The amount of money that it, it, it caused in loss and frustration for these people. You think somebody is going to be coming and they don't, and, and they just the next time you see them, they're like, oh, well, I was just trying to be supportive. I'm sorry. I, I love you for trying to be supportive, but do not, do not RSVP yes if you have no intention of coming. Right. You, you're not doing me a favor. If I have four people RSVP yes and that's all that shows up, you know what, I'm okay with that because then that's all the money I'm going to spend. I'm not going to waste money on appetizers when I think 20 people are coming and only four show up. That is rather annoying. I know we've put on a lot of parties, and we've talked about this before. And you know, it's okay to say no. I always say this, and I even on the RSVP now, I've been, you know, if you don't think you're gonna make it, just say no. It's okay. You know, a lot of people. Or use know, the maybe button ac- yeah. appropriately. For me, when I hear maybe, I hear no until you say yes. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people do. Uh, and again, I think that goes back to the whole point of we don't. Not only do we not RSVP, we don't, and when we do, a lot of people don't do it properly. Now, as a host, when I hear maybe, by me about a week out, I'll send a private email to everybody. Hey, yeah. You guys are maybe, we decide. Can you update? No, yes. You know. Um, it's stunning that we actually have to break down what RSVP and yes means. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're going to do. So, clarity needs to be made, apparently. Yes. So, we're going to go back to the chalkboard and start from scratch. The definition of yes this kills me. An affirmation, answer, or decision. An affirmative answer or decision. That means you're being definitive. That means you are making a decision. Uh-uh. The doctor expects you to make a decision when you're going to show up, or he charges you. So does the dentist. For whatever reason, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show, we hesitate to make a decision. And our lives are busy. We get that, but 
you if you start approaching your life from the point of view of making a decision, you will find that things will happen in your life more often. The more decisive you are, the more um, congruent your life becomes. You know, actually, I, I was thinking about it just now. It used to be that I'll say maybe until something else comes better along. Oh, we're going to talk now, about that too. <laughs> now I think it is. I'll say yes because I don't want to disappoint you as a friend. I think I get that a lot from when I put on on events. People go, oh, I'll say it because I don't want them to be mad at me because I really don't want to go because I want to watch the Guns N' Roses TV show. You know. And again, you know, this is what, again, the definition of yes, an affirmative answer or decision. Don't say yes to make me feel better. If you're passive aggressive and you don't want to deal with me, then we're probably not going to be friends for very long. If you're not showing up, are you going... You know, I'm sorry. I have scheduled to wash my hair with my grandmother. That's just the way it is. If I'm crying, you that's my issue. But if you don't if you're not honest with me and then I go and put money and time and effort into something and you don't show up, what's what's worse? Well, I think also on a, on a professional uh, point of view, I know one of our listeners who's here today, uh when he does a professional RSVP and he doesn't show, that shows up really bad for his Yes, the the team. more, exactly, the more visual you are in, a, in a, any social atmosphere or demograph, the more that backlash is going to happen. So you need to be aware of that, too. That's a True really that. good point. Okay, um, so you watch. only RSVP yes when you fully intend on showing up. This button is not used for support. It's not meant to make it appear that there's a lot of people attending. This response allows people to plan for food, beverage, entertainment, and space for the number of people attending. If you answer yes and don't show up, you're telling them that you don't respect their time, money, or assets because you're willing to let them waste them on planning to include you when you're not showing up. Now, with that said, everybody does understand that there's emergencies. Um, Things happen. But let's define an emergency. Yeah, I'm a brat. Yeah. An emergency. Big, bold letters. A serious, unexpected, and often dangerous situation requiring immediate action. Washing your hair does not constitute as an emergency. Desperate housewives, final show, you did not realize, does not constitute as an emergency. If that's your emergency, do not tell me. Well, well, wait a minute. What about Snooky? That, that's an emergency. Definitely okay, no. Snooky, I'm sorry. There's nothing <laughs> about Snooky that's an emergency. An emergency is a person with a medical condition requiring immediate treatment. That is an emergency. The following do not, qual- requ- do not qualify as emergencies. I forgot I have to yeah. work early in the morning. We have a... Oh, hold on. i got to pause. Uh, that doesn't qualify as an emergency. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, go ahead. No, no, I, I think, never mind, that's just pop culture. We're all concerned that perhaps Snooky might be an emergency. If Snooky's an emergency, we are in a world of hurt. <laughs> I would be more inclined to be concerned about Paris Hilton's dog being run over than I am Snooky. Sorry, I'm, she is pregnant now, isn't Which, she? Which, by the way, is an emergency in itself, so. Yes. So yes. yes. Okay. Another thing that does not qualify as an emergency. This, oh, I'm going to hit some buttons with this baby. My kid decided that they have to, they want to go hang out with their friends so I don't have a babysitter. Really? I'm sorry, who's a parent here? If, if we as, I'm going to go off on my little tangent here. 
if we as parents don't recognize and qualify and give, um, what's the word, uh, proper attention to our time and saying, no, I've asked you to watch your brother or sister. I've got an event to go to. And they go, well, you know, I really, I, I really want to hang out with Johnny. And you let that kid go. You're telling them that your RSVP means nothing. And it's completely just, it doesn't matter. So you're actually perpetuating the problem. Yes. Yeah, that's my soapbox for the night. Uh, other things that don't qualify as an emergency. I don't know, Jason. Do you have some of them? What what does what what have you heard? Oh, it was an emergency. I couldn't come. Oh, I've heard it all. From I had a flat tire. I ran out of gas. I can't find my wallet. I thought it was tomorrow. We actually had somebody. You're gonna love this. We had two people who who called in to the show. One of them was supposed to be on the show. One of them was attending. Mm-hmm. It was 20 minutes before the show. I got the phone call that, oh, I came to the wrong location. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. 20 minutes later, one of the listeners called in and said, I showed up to the wrong location. I don't know if I'm going to make it on time. The person who called 20 minutes later was in the studio, was at the location in 15 minutes, and the person who called 20 minutes earlier never showed I wish so badly that I was tacky enough. <laughs> you have to recognize that when you make excuses, if they're dumb, you're going to get caught. Well, some of the things that I've, I don't know how many times I've heard that people are like, oh, I'm there for you, I'm going to help you do this, I'm going to help you do that. It's like, okay, I'll let you go once. Second time, you know, if you tell me you're going to be there, yeah, okay, I'll see when you get there. I mean, I know, you know, for me, I've had a lot of people cancel or just not even show, you know, and just like, you know, forget about it. So here we are. Is kind, healthy grains. They're a sponsor of our show. And and kind bars and kind, healthy grains. This is their new product that they just launched here a few months ago. It is this amazing. Very very good. Different flavors of uh, granola, and it can be used as a cereal. It can be used as a snack. They're one of our sponsors, and so we are munching on their one of their many flavors today. It is oats and honey clusters. And they're so crunchy. They so are. Take off, take off your mic. <laughs> take off my mic. <laughs> they're crunchy. So we're going to pass these around to our listeners so that they can indulge and enjoy. Today's show is all about our um, fabulous sponsors and all their fun, yummy products. Oh, that's really good. I know, aren't they? Yeah. And they're healthy, too. Okay, moving on. The trend of RSVP, yes, and then when something else comes along that you think you want to do more needs to be better thought out. Value the time and people you are investing in and that are investing in you. We don't live forever. I think a lot of people think, oh, there's time to, to catch up with them again. Oh, there's time. We've got mm-hmm. to really start living more in right now, being decisive, respecting people, and, and everything that yes. comes along with that is it brings you nothing but positive. Yep. So no. no. Let's let's talk about no. 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 It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. No. Guess what? You know what I love about no? You don't have to have a reason. No. Well, somebody did that to Period. be a little, uh, what? No, 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 no. You just hit the, you don't even have to, you don't have to make a response. Just hit, no. Uh-huh. Some people think they have to. I don't. Yeah, I, what is up with Okay, that? I don't like it when you feel like you have to. It, I do. I know I'm going to get backlash for this. And it's lame. <laughs> No, it's true. It's like don't if it's lame, don't make a statement. Just say, 
no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to attend this time. I'm good with that. If I have a problem with you, I'm going to confront you, and if what you have to say is going to make me cry, make me cry. Just do it. Well, Seattle is passive aggressive, you know. That's the whole path, exactly. It's like the, it's like you put on an event. I won't get. If we, somebody says yes, you won't say. You won't hear anything that's like yes. I'd love to come. That'd be awesome. No, we get no's. Oh, I can't. I'm double booked. I got to cover my hair. I'll be out of town. I'm washing. Defrost my, my oven. Yes. <laughs> Defrost your oven. Wow, what happened to your oven? <laughs> Here's the thing about no, is you do not have to give the reason why. You don't have to say because I have another event. You don't have to say because I have other plans or I just plain want to hang out on the couch. People are, you don't have to explain the choices that you make in life. I think this is where uh, we're having issues. If you are definitive and you make a choice, you know, I worked 10 days in a row. I have one day off. I'm staying home in my pajamas on my couch and I'm going to act like a depressed person and hide from the rest. You don't have to explain that. It's your choice. Go ahead. I think you're absolutely right. I think sometimes people, there's a little guilt, so they say no and they feel they have to explain why. But honestly, I mean, we've all put on events. I'd rather someone just say no and leave it at that and not have to read all the messages and of explaining why. And I've, I've even on some events even wrote in the explanation, the description, that if you can't make it, you know, it's okay. You don't need to explain why. Just say no. But sure enough, you know, people Everybody not gets to it. read the description. I know. <laughs> so I've tried that, and uh, that's quelled some of it, but it's still... Well, what kills me is that they're going to say yes and not show up and think that that's better than somehow just saying no in the first place. So... Yeah, you make a good you make a, a good point there that we didn't I had not planned on touching base on, but I'm going to. When you're RSVPing, read the entire invitation. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm going to show up. Oh, but you know I don't dress up. If it's a dress up event, <laughs> dress the hell up. Oh, I've seen people show up and they go, Oh, it said that on the invitation. Yeah, was at the end. Yeah. Did you read the whole thing? Oh, did oh. I need cash? With that, did I need to bring cash? Oh, can you spot me? Uh, spot me. Part of RSVPing is being educated. Educate yourself on the event that you are planning on attending, maybe attending or not attending. Know, know what you're saying, yes, no, or maybe two. We have a listener, or in, uh, on, we have somebody in the crowd here that made a very important point about RSVP. If you don't want to go and you don't like it, don't, don't go. We've had, uh, we put on a skydiving one, and we got tons of people who are like, Oh my God! You know, people die from skydiving. It's like, yeah, people die from tripping on the curb. You know? I think you don't need to say that. I'm sorry. Why? Why do that? Why? If I got invited to a dirt biking rally, I would not say no. I think that those things are the devil, and you're going to kill everybody. I would just go. Bear. I'm sorry. No, thank you for inviting me. I, I don't understand why they want to do that. I mean, yes, thank you for saving myself from myself. <laughs> I don't know what it is about RSVP, but for some reason, the thought of having to make a decision and stick with it kills people. Speaking of sticking with it, Pop Chips has been sticking with giving us some really good chips to enjoy. I know. We what's this other one that we have? Flavors. It's a chili lime potato. I'm popping a bag. There it goes. We also hear, for those that show up. Chili lime potato who show up here on site. We actually have uh, food provided by different restaurants that we're by. So if you come down, you can enjoy some. Although LB's a little far away, she can't get to it. She's crunching on those chips. I'm crunching on chips. What do they taste like? 
I'm oh. I'm trying the chili lime potato. The thing about pop chips is they're all natural, and they pop them. The, their cooking process actually pops them. So they have this fun, just light, airy flavor to them. Mm, nice. You get to really enjoy the flavors of it instead of worrying about the saturated fat, the heaviness of it. This, they're very light. We do a lot of different, most of the tastings we do on air are wine and, and bubbly tastings. These go fabulous with everything. Very, very fun. Yes, they're very tasty. All right, let's see here. What about maybes? What's We're not there yet. No, why not? Are we okay. No, no we're, we're still covering no. 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 Maybe you don't no. like the people attending. No. Maybe you're depressed. No. Doesn't matter. It's cool. Just say no. And that's another thing. Speaking of no, yeah, just say no. Just say no. <laughs> just say no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... No. I say no to so many events, and and there are times where I feel kind of guilty. There are those events where I would love to go, and I find myself even trying not to justify it. If if you feel like it needs justification, then maybe you need to reevaluate your relationship with the people. That there's something going on there. You should be able to say no and well, not have to waste. And I say this lightly, not have to waste their time by writing out a description because it, let's say they've invited 300 people. If 200 people say no with a description, you are chewing up a lot of their time. Yes. Just say no. Definitely. Just okay. say no. Hey, and no. even on just the flip side of it, you know, if you're if you're the host and you're making what's going on, try and keep it short and not ramble on and on and on. I think that's half the problem sometimes. For the invitations? People, yeah. yeah it just well, goes on and on and on and on, and people yes kind and of no. skim through it. Yes and no. I think a lot of people forget if you're throwing a specific event and you are trying to tailor that event, mm-hmm. the devil's in the details. Some people this comes. It. This comes down to, again, the respect thing. If, for instance, uh, Tracy with Chick Chat throws mm-hmm. an event every year. It's a Venice's Thinking event. Mm-hmm. You are not requested. You are required when you come in the door to have a mask on. Period. End of story. I had a mask painted on. The intensity of the people who have been to the event, there were a couple of people who actually challenged me on that. I wasn't angry about it. I thought it was hilarious because they were living to the letter of the event because they knew the importance of what she was trying to do. They understood the importance of what the mask how much it brought to the event, the the mystery, the um, curiosity, you know, it was all part of what the event was. Yeah. If you've been invited to an event and you don't take the time to read through the whole thing and you show up and you take away from that event? There is that on you, that. absolutely. I agree. No, I agree with you on that. I think I'm with Michael. I think, well, yeah. both Michael and I were both, you know, into the food and the scene. It's like there's also an art of creating an RSVP. Creating the list of like, welcome to the show. We want to invite you, and if it's kind of convoluted, you'll get people who are like, uh, yes, yeah, okay, you know, without really reading it all the way through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of events have a lot of information that can be a bit overwhelming. But again, I think we need to slow down as a culture and take time to read through it. We don't communicate on the same level. No, no, and that's and I totally agree with that. Um, but I've, I've, been, I've seen some RSCs that are just so integrated with so much going on, and you have to do this, 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 that, and that. And at this time, at this time, at this time, we're going to do this, and this time, at this time, we're going to do that. Um, try, as a host, you know, keep, you know, the whole kiss thing, keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> you, you don't ever leave the last S off of kissing, no. Yes. 
but you know, it, and and that makes a big difference too. So I mean, if you have like you know, where you there's different, there's a whole schedule of stuff. Like you're going to a seminar, you know, and in each seminar, you know, it, I don't know, just you know, like I think just keep it simple, and that you can remember what's going on in different pieces of the of the party and that kind of thing. I think you're gonna have a lot better response too. So, but but absolutely, I think you know. People kind of read the first and the last part. It's like of any sentence or any any paragraph. Like reading a book. Yes, or reading a book. They remember the first the part the first part and then. Omg, end. you're killing me, small. So. Well, I, I was just gonna. Say Unfortunately, that. you're correct. It's kind of like when you're when you're writing email. I mean, you know, not everybody's the best writer. Not everybody's the best technical writer. But you keep it as, as simple and as as sweet as possible. But but also remember that a lot of people just kind of skim through or kind of speed readers, and most people pay attention to the very top part of the list and then kind of gloss over everything else. So, the so most get your bullet stuff, points, yes. Bullet points, bullet points, At bullet the top. points. Yep. And I actually, I do bullet points more than I do entire paragraphs. Bullet points, asterisks to kind of highlight stuff because you can't do bold and underline in and, and Facebook, unfortunately, if you're, you have a Facebook invite. So just highlight as much as you can and put the important stuff up, up at the very top. People will read I it and pay more attention. That's a good point. bullet points. Bullet points actually do help a lot with RSV. Huge. The next Better. pop chips. <laughs> you're, really, you're killing me with the pop chips, man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, they are good. They're great. Thai sweet chili potato. These are okay. Really I got ready. I, I kind of like these a little more. All right, damn it. Yeah, try it. I'm trying it just because you're just. Ooh, I don't know which one I like better. I think I like the first ones. I I know I like the jalapeno. Oh, those are good. Tasty, tasty, tasty. You know, one of the fun things about being social is. Food is such a social experience and sharing food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you have fun flavors like this, if you want to throw a fun casual party, grab three or four different bags of pop chips and then uh, make a, a contest where whoever has the best description of the Ooh, taste yeah. of the pop chips wins the prize. There are so many fun things you can do. <laughs> I mean, with something as simple as a pop chip. <laughs> that could get really interesting after a few drinks at the end of the night. Oh, well, that gets real, yes. <laughs> That just creates an entirely new social event. <laughs> Unsavvy. <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay, so now we're going to do the maybe. And I have talked about maybe RSVPing since day one. I am a big, big fan of maybe. Not because um, it's not decisive, but there are so many things going on in our lives. And recognizing that that we have children, we have family events, we have um, things coming up, we have things that are tentative, we have work schedules, you know, do we know if we're going to be flying out of town? Um, Somebody's flying into town, I don't quite know what they're going to want to do yet, I don't know if this social setting is going to be comfortable for them. The complications of our lives dictate the use of a maybe more than ever. And when you use the maybe properly, everybody's okay with that. So... It, it's it's important to use your. I know you're going to explain it here in a minute, but maybe it's important for me, especially with Facebook, because I think they fixed it. I don't know if you say no, it disappears. Yes. Maybe right now it's kind of like yeah. I'm saying maybe not because I don't want to, but I say maybe because let me check my schedule as we get closer to that day. I may be able to get to that other side of town. I may be able to, you know, I have an earlier event, and then maybe I can get to your event as well. Yes, most definitely. The thing about a maybe is it gives you the opportunity and the time to take a look at what's going on and to reevaluate and see if you can make it happen. Yes. What does a maybe mean? It means that you would like to come and you hope that your schedule will allow it. 
sometimes you have to use this option just because life is so crazy. But what is so important about this option is the update. A lot of people forget that you need to update. If you're doing a maybe scenario, if at all humanly possible, within that 48 hours before the event, you need to update your status to a yes or no. This is common courtesy. This is consideration. This is respect. This is understanding that we're talking about food, wine, uh, accommodations for seating arrangements. Try to give them some heads up. If you're literally going to be a maybe to the last minute, that is when I would really encourage saying something when you respond. I'm responding maybe. Hey, I've got three other events that night. I'm really going to try to stop in. You know what? That is the most helpful comment on an RSVP that I have ever gotten because then I know you want to come, whether it's genuine or not. Okay, I'll throw it out there. But there's there's an interest in that if you can at all make it, you're going to attempt to make it. I'm okay with that. There is a difference, though. Let's be clear. There's a difference between saying maybe to Venice, Venice is sinking. That really is a yes or a no because it's a really large event. Yeah, you've got to pay for that and right. rent your costume and get your makeup and <laughs> the now, list goes on and on and on. I mean, if I invite you over for breakfast, that could be a maybe. Yeah. You know, that's different. Or if we have a... You know, coming here to being on the audience, if you say maybe, we're not shelling out that, you know, anything for that, so that's okay to say maybe. We hope that you do show up. It gives us an idea of how many chairs we need to have, any good exactly. idea of what people have. So. If you're, one of my um, suggestions, if you're going to comment maybe and you're not going to update within 48 hours, then you want to call the host. You want to call the host and say, hey, I'm going to make it, and here's the key. You have to assume that they have not provided for you, that they have assumed you're not going to be there. This is one of the few instances where you need to make the assumption that they're planning on you not being there. And the polite, most polite thing that you can do, the most considerate thing you can do is go, hey, can I bring anything? If, if yeah, I do they're that. okay, do that, some, a lot of people don't do that. They just show up. But if you're going to be a maybe and you're in that last 48 hours, you need to... Well, I shouldn't say you need. It would be nice if you offered to say, is there anything I can bring? What that does is it tells the host that you recognize that you put this off. Yes, you do want to attend. You do recognize that they may not have enough supplies to accommodate, and you're more than willing to fill in that gap because you do respect them and want them to be a part of things. Exactly. You know, it's important to do that, you know, especially and as a host. I personally treat maybes. Uh, as uh, as a uh, as a no until the last minute. I think a with, lot of us do. With especially like with different like there's there's different event sites like Eventbrite is one where they you can see you know you you send out your invite and you say hey if you want to go here's the invite and it says yes no maybe uh, Eventbrite's one of them um, the one by uh, the Yahoo Evite is one another one you know that actually track and keep track of how many reservations you have uh-huh. and they follow up with posts and they do directions and so on and so forth you know i'm getting ahead of myself as far as what uh when putting on a, a socially savvy event there are definitely options out there on the web that you can use actually that's a really good key because i hadn't even thought about that is y- you make a good point there's a lot of functions on in- event information sites that depending on how you answer, they help the host or hosts plan for this event properly. Exactly. So, good point. I like that. Okay. 
So if you're under 48 hours, pick up the phone, text them, Facebook message them, um, call them, leave a message. You want to assume that they've moved on with anticipation. You won't be there. So to make the offer, is there anything that I can do? Is there anything you need me to grab? That just lets you know that you value them. Um, yep. If you're a no, again, let them know as soon as possible. Most good hosts will try to have a backup plan to accommodate for you, for the maybes and um, extra people who don't show up. But if you respond with, uh, is there anything I can do, you're alleviating a lot of stress. It also depends on how well you knew them. If you don't know anybody that well, don't do it. If you do know somebody that well, it's kind of a kind gesture. Because nine times, eh, say eight times out of ten, the host is going to go, no, thanks very much. Or if you're going to someone's house and it's a party that you know of, I usually call and say, hey, I'm almost way there. Do you need anything? And like I said, eight times out of ten, they say no, not nothing but at all. But those two times out of ten they when go, they go, oh, my God, if you could bring an extra bottle of wine. Yes. That means, you know what, when some when a host says something like that, that means they probably had four or five other people just show up out of the blue. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually becomes a point where you can define yourself as... Um, uh, a closer friend, or one of the listeners said, is being socially savvy when you can fill in the gaps. Oh, and oh, uh, RSVPing and being a party crasher. I love it. Our listener just brought it up. Party crashing. What not constitutes the party crashing? Acceptable. Party crashing okay. is when you were not on the RSVP list, or perhaps you RSVP'd no. Mm. Best division, I divide that into two because there are some that say no and they can actually make it slightly. We'll go into that. Then change your listing. But there are those. There, I like to say that I don't want to referee my friends, but sometimes I just don't invite those friends who are drama. I totally don't invite those friends that are drama. They show up. That is so passive aggressive, and you are not going to get away with it. I'm just saying. You weren't invited, and then you show up. Okay, well, one of my other, since we're going on the whole party crasher thing, one of my other favorites, favorites, I'm such a brat, is when you have an event, and somebody's not invited, and after the fact, they post, oh, I'm so sorry I wasn't able to make it publicly. Oh, seriously, hell no. I am to the point, socially savvy, of calling them out, going, oh, really? You weren't invited, so there's no worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry your little head. Really? Definitely. I have a question. Yes. So if I say I'm not coming because, like, for instance, my mother-in-law was flying in, blah, blah, You don't have her to tell us get what? canceled. Okay, so uh, I, I write no because I always have time. Uh-huh. But let's say her flight got canceled. She's not coming until the next day. I want to go to this party. Would it be savvy if I called the host and said, hey, look, you know, I said no. Yes, but that's what we were just talking about. Yeah. So if if you, whether it's a no or maybe, exactly, call the host, text the host, Facebook them, say, hey, looks like I'm going to be able to make it. Is there anything I can bring? Please, can I bring something to help offset? Exactly. Yeah, that okay. would be socially acceptable. No, that's, that's not even socially acceptable. That's socially superior. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or especially if you can't get, because a lot of times, the day of an event, my phone's on, and then probably three hours before, it's, it, pretty much off. I'm you've forgotten con- about where you put it. It's in yeah. the oven. It's in the refrigerator. God forbid you <laughs> left it in the freezer when you put the vodka in there. Your kid ran off with it to take a picture of the dog eating the plant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, before an event, you don't know what's happened to your phone. And if you don't, if you try to call the host and you don't get picked up, and you decide to show up, and it's a home party, bring that, something. Bring something. Um, and you know, I always my my dad used to always give me. It's like you know, I tried calling you. He says, "Were you dying? <laughs> no. Are you bleeding?" 
And well, why are I you was? calling me? Call 911. I'm not the person to help you. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like people go, what if it was an emergency? I hear this all the time from my mom. It's oh, like, yeah. yeah. What if it's an emergency? Well, if it's an emergency, you'd be in the hospital. You know. And you, my brother or my sister or everybody would have become knocking on the door and said, you need to stop your party because dad's dying. But no, to answer your question, Michael, most definitely, if it's a last minute, even, I mean, we're talking an hour before an event, um, if you can't get a hold of the host, again, assume that they believe you're not coming and bring something with you. you typically, an event will give you an idea of the type of food that they're going to have, um, the, the theme of it, if there's a theme, bring a bottle of wine, if it's appropriate, if it's you know a non-alcoholic, obviously you're going to do a sparkling or juice or something, but bring something with you. I think one of our listeners made a very important part point. I think being a, a for me personally, maybe it's a lost art. We talked about this uh, two or three uh, shows ago. Was what's especially savvy about showing up to a person's uh, party or event? Bring something. It's okay to bring something. It's just part of the social aspects of like when if I come, like when we came to your house, it's like, yeah, I know you guys got food there. So I brought some, what did I bring? I think I brought some wine or something. You brought you, you brought know? food and wine. And from yeah. a host's point of view, that is like the best compliment that you can ever. I've had people bring plants, bring flowers, bring candles, bring um, wine bottle openers, bring glasses. I've had I've had people bring everything. When somebody invites you particularly into their home, they're opening a part of their personal life that they don't share with everybody. And to acknowledge that with a small token, bring a card. I've had people bring a card. I have one, we have one set of friends that she's very artistic. She actually draws and colors the card and then writes on the inside what her thoughts are. I love that. I mean, you, you, people need to understand this is not about money. This is not about going out and buying them um, an emblem for their Mercedes Benz, for God's sake. It's about showing appreciation for them opening up their hearts, opening up their homes, and wanting to include you in a part of their life. This is what I think people have lost and what people don't recognize. Not everybody throws events to show up, mo- to show off. Most people throw events because they genuinely enjoy people, and for whatever reason, they want you there. Hello, mic on. You were learning how to do this. <laughs> never done this before. Actually, I just want to bring up real quick. You know, we need to uh, acknowledge our Cascade Ice sponsor, Zero Calories. Cranberry Pomegranate, one of their newer flavors are on the market right now. Very tasty. It's had really it. yummy. Cranberry, uh, Cascade Ice has got this amazing barrage of different flavors. They have a full line of just they mixers. They do. They're really good. I- and their regular drinks make great mixers, too, if you want to throw. The Cascade Ice put with um, vodka mm-hmm. for, say, Seafair. You are, you're looking so good. <laughs> their, their mixers are really good. We had uh, one one time we brought home, and it was the mojito one. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to taste really good. Mojito, margarita, lemon drop, yeah. apple martini. They have some fabulous, fabulous mixers. They're not mixer. tastes really good. Don't drink it by itself. Oh, no, no, no. It was very puckery. I was going to say tart, sweet, yeah, buttery. It was one of those mornings when I'm really, really thirsty, and we had a few glasses of wine before, and you reach into Don't the fridge, it. and you grab it, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And you just look at it without thinking. It's like, oh, that's lemonade. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Crack, crack, Okay, the other thing to remember about Cascade Ice is some of them are um, do have bubbles in them. They do. So when you go to open them, you do need to proceed with caution. We had a, a, a faux pas this last week at 
an event um, that mm-hmm. I was doing, a very large event. I was, what did you do? Oh, it wasn't me. It Brent, was what did you do? the person that I gave the, the Cascade Ice to. It was a berry color. Just If you're going to an event and you don't know what people are going to be wearing, go with a clear color or, or, or a light color. I, I have to pause you there for a second here. Um, for those listeners who are listening... Cough, cough. Here. How about that? For those listeners who are listening, you guys need to come down. If you want to see the plate of nachos disappear, you got to come down here. I know. I've been watching them disappear. I haven't had well, one nacho. The They're gone. Nachos that was, I got to say, that was socially savage. That was, I can say, socially savage is right. Oh, my gosh. If anybody's had good nachos, wow. you Does somebody have a camera? I want a picture of this destroyed seen, plate. Uh, piranha go after a yeah. This is why a TV show would be way too much fun, because watching people devour the food would you know, be hilarious. I was like, I was like throwing that. a bunny rabbit in the Amazon with a bunch of piranhas. <laughs> all I saw was fins and bubbles. <laughs> and it's really good. You know, what's being socially savvy is that we all come here and we all enjoy the, you know, the event and what we bring, and the food is good. We definitely have to be this on satellite TV because we can't be no, you know, mainstream. Oh no, we'll be mainstream. Trust me. <laughs> beep beep. Please. No, no, Please. because socially savvy means that you're not. Dr- what is being socially savvy again? Yeah, socially true. savvy is making sure that the people are around you are comfortable at all times. It means you are a host. When you're out in so being social, you have to look at it as you are being a host all the time, which means that people around you are well taken care of and comfortable. It doesn't mean you have to have the same opinions. It doesn't mean you have to have the same likes. It just means that for that time. No, we, and that's very true. I actually, uh, there's a listener here in the audience that I actually invited over who's never been to one of these. And, Which I was you know, very pleased. It was very nice to see him. Yeah, and uh, are you having a good time so far? It's a small event today, so. There she is eating those nachos. I'm eating nachos. I'm so bad. You'll come back for nachos. <laughs> I'm, I'm handing off the plate so I can finish the show. I'm so bad. So for those listeners, be sure you like us on our Facebook page, Socially Savvies. Uh, you'll see what's going on. The event, and it's uh, check out our places here in Bellevue, the Coral Bar and Dining, where the Twisted Cork used to be. I haven't been there yet. Have you been there yet? We walked in. I took a tour of the place of the new Coral. Um, it is a bar and restaurant only. Bar and restaurant. The only. food has been uh, has come back that they have some very nice food. Um, it is set up to service the hotel. So, like many, I think a lot of people misunderstand restaurants and hotels, they think, oh, it's going to be hotel food. Most restaurants pride themselves on going into the community and finding exceptional chefs who are going to create something new to not only take care of the the, the clients who are coming in and visiting, but to take care of the local clients. We have in Bellevue dozens and dozens of restaurants, but the one thing that the Bellevue flavor, we always want something new. We always want something fun, different, and I think they did a really good job over at Coral. Yeah. Blue Martini in Bellevue. That's over there on 110th. At the uh, Braeburn. Yes, the Braeburn. That's really an interesting uh, concept that they did over there, which is mixed retail. You have yep. your, I don't know, that'd be kind of scary because you have your condos on one tower, you have your work on the other, and you have your restaurants and food down below. I exactly. never knew that area. I mean, Well, and that was the basic concept was to have a little mini city there. Mm-hmm. Blue Martini came in, and I remember when the negotiations were going on, you have a spa. It's called the Red Door Spa right next door, and the main concern was how can you give a massage when the music's going, unce, 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 unce. You know, people are just, like, dying. But they realize that you're going to have a division of time, you know, when when the music really kicks in. Um, 
but they've done a really good job. They've got the behind the bars where they've got the entertainment up on a stage. So they have three different bars within the location itself. They kind of each have a different feel. It's a very fun new place. So we're looking forward to um, working out negotiations to do a show there. Nice. Very, very fun. Very nice. And of course, if you guys have uh, ever been over here in Bellevue, we have the suite uh, that's right down the way the, in the hotel. Exactly. Oh, they have a very nice food. We, last week we were there doing the kickoff for the Bachelorette. The final for the Bachelorette. So I have to say something for those single guys who are here. Who oh, my God. They up. missed out so badly. Oh, my God. <laughs> there for every, I'm not kidding, for every There were so many guy, gorgeous women there. There were ten women. So if you're single you didn't show up, you lost. You lost out. So we got to inter- we got to interview Molly Mesnick, who she is amazing. Uh, I think she was an amazing example of being socially savvy. She and Jason both are part of their community. They contribute yeah. whenever and wherever they can, and they do it with such poise and grace. Yes, I love it was love such love a fun love them. Some event, and so we have our listener was saying that uh, he wasn't invited. Um, be sure you like the socially savvy Facebook page. That's uh, when you get to Facebook, go to socially savvy. You'll find it. It's in Seattle. Link that, and when the events come out, they'll show up what's going on. And also, Seattle Wine Exchange, really like mine, I also try to put it out there, so that way we do fun and new events. And as we move forward, uh, we'll be doing more and more events jointly. Um, LB's got some really great surprises going on, and so do I. Yes, we're very look, very much looking forward to a very socially savvy calendar this this year. Uh, a lot of things coming up, so keep your ears to the floor. You're going to want to hear about all of them. Uh, we do have a blog talk, a blog website. It's LB Duchess. It's uh, socially savvy, where we kind of refine what the shows were in in the format of a blog. So yes. take a look at those. We post those on our Facebooks as well. Jason is going to be adding a um, food and wine yes. segment, which we're very very excited to hear about. And also, if you guys have ideas, and one of the things I, I talked about OB with this is that if you've got an idea and you really bring it up either on the Facebook page or email us, message us, in, anything. If we take your idea on the air, you'll be putting a raffle for a bottle of wine. And we're not talking about no cheap We're not talking wine. about we're a, talking a $4 dollar wine. Uh, 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 two buck chuck. So we we're not doing two buck chuck. Here. And yes, everybody's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a nice bottle of wine. It's a very good blend that they have. We have fabulous, fabulous sponsors. Yeah. And I do want to give a really quick shout-out to our sponsors last week. Um, we were able to put together a nice uh, socially savvy pack for um, yes. Molly Mesnick, and both O-Wines and uh, DeLille Sellers stepped up and gave beautiful bottles of wine, Cascade Ice, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, uh, Bellevue Nordstrom's Cosmetics filled the bags with these fun, fabulous, brand-new products for people to try. Beautiful. We are very, very fortunate with our sponsors, so we encourage people and, and really urge you to go on the different Facebook seconds. pages. Tell them that you where you got the product, what you liked about it, and thank them for being a part of it because Definitely. it is some of the most successful really marketing it. that you can get your hands on. So. I want to thank also our sponsors. Yep, our sponsors tonight, Gordon Nordstrom's Gallery, DeLille Sellers, Go Girl Energy Dinks, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom's Cosmetics, Cascade Ice, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and Jess at Bellevue Salon 7. Hey. We have certificates going out tonight. All right. So thank you to everybody who's listening and who listens in the future. Consider coming to a live broadcast because as the people here will be able to attest, they're going to go away with some goodies tonight. Hope you have a socially savvy week, and we will catch you next week. Great. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao.